You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, it is time here in hour number two to kick off the drive. All right. Uh, to do our fantasy fantasy segment here, our yeah. DFS lineup for Sunday's games. Just Sundays. So Just Three Sunday. games you can pick from. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I'm Monday ready. we can do a single game. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Do maybe a captain's a chair or captain's whatever. Chair. Right. Yeah. So looking at the defenses, we got three games to choose from here. You got the, the uh, Packers are twenty three hundred. Okay. The Steelers are twenty six hundred. The Rams are twenty seven hundred. Uh, the Lions are thirty one hundred. The Bills are thirty five hundred, and the Cowboys are thirty six hundred. I want. Not the Rams, Lions, or Packers. Okay. Well, the Steelers are the cheapest defense of the remaining teams there. There's not going to be any points scored in that game. I mean, there's going to be fumbles all over the place. I would rather have the Bills than the Steelers, but I think you have to take a defense from that game. For like $800 more? No. (laughs) I think you take the Steelers. I mean, I'm not expecting a lot of sacks by either team. I mean, Dallas will probably be my sack leader if yeah. I had to bet. But there's not going to be any points scored in this That's game. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't – I think there'll be plenty of turnovers. There's not going to be many points. So give me the cheap one in the terrible conditions. At tight end, Sam Laporta is 6,000. He's questionable, though. He's right? questionable. Yeah. Jake Ferguson is 4,700. Dalton Kincaid is 4,600. I don't At, know if we can take another Bill or Stealer. Well, maybe a ball A runner, A running yeah, back, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Pat Fryermuth at thirty six hundred. Tyler Higby is thirty four hundred. Tucker Craft is thirty three hundred. Luke Musgrave thirty two hundred. Kind of like Ferguson there. What's Dallas versus tight ends? Um, they're twenty ninth. Really? I think Musgrave if, is back. If, if but I knew Craft's been good. If I knew Laporta was playing, oh, and, and if I knew it was one or the other with Craft and Musgrave, mm-hmm. I would say okay. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Dallas is fifth against opposing oh, okay. I'm absolutely fine with Ferguson. I mean, there really was only like two choices there. Yeah, it, Green Bay is 21st against opposing tight ends. Okay. If we love other stuff, I would suggest turning Ferguson into Kraft and saving a lot of money. But I think Ferguson's a good guy to put in now. Yeah, okay. We can still average 6,100 the rest of the way here. That's Quarterback. Good. Josh Allen is 8,000. <laughs> I mean, he may run a ton in this yeah. game, but I don't know it's going to be for a ton of yards. Dak Prescott is seventy six hundred. Matthew like that. Matthew Stafford is sixty five hundred. Like that. Uh, Jordan Love is sixty three hundred. Not bad. Goff is sixty two hundred. Not bad either. All uh, those are good. Mason Rudolph is fifty three hundred. Not Rudolph or Allen. Right. I kinda... Stafford. I kind of like Stafford or Goff. I think that game has some shootout. I think they're going to throw a lot. Um, how much cheaper is Goff? Goff is $300 cheaper. I will say well, they are both they both will run the football. The quarterback? No, no, no. no. The, oh, the, the teams. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Indoors, though. I mean, I don't think either defense is great. They're fine. Sta- but- the, so the Lions are 30th against opposing quarterbacks, and the Rams are 28th. 
really they're split close him. to me. Yeah, I prefer Stafford, but I just don't know if I prefer him by that, that little amount of money. Now throw Stafford in, and we can come back. We can, yeah, we yeah. can circle back. Either way, I mean, throw one of them in and just keep the other one to, in mind. We right. need to three hundred dollars. We can circle back. Running yeah. back, Kyron Williams is seventy three hundred. Not bad. Detroit is first against opposing running backs. Like the best. The best. Yeah. Uh, James Cook is uh, sixty six hundred. Jameer Gibbs is 6,500. The Rams are second against really? opposing running backs. That surprised me. Uh, Aaron Jones is 6,300. David Montgomery is 6,200. Tony Pollard is 6,100. Green Bay is 20th. I said they're bad. Against opposing running backs. Najee Harris, 5,400. Jalen Warren, 5,100. Rico Dowdell, 4,600. Uh, Leonard Fournette is 4,400. Uh, Ronald Rivers is 4,500. I think Fournette would be safer. Mm-hmm. Would get probably gets more touches. Uh, Latavius Murray is 4,300. Is not much. AJ Dillon is not listed. I don't want him, but it makes me want Aaron Jones. It's... AJ Dillon is questionable. He is yeah. 4,400. Aaron Jones is my favorite one at the buck. Okay. I mean, because win or lose, he's going to be in. He's going to catch the football. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. We plug him in. Then do we go with one of the cheaper options? I like Najee more than I like Warren, if we're thinking that direction. I mean, 5,400 for Najee Harris. Right. He scored four touchdowns in the last three games. Yeah. I mean, and again, points are going to be hard to come 53, by. But... 53 carries the last two weeks. And, oh, by the way, caught the ball last week. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I am very confident he'll have 20 carries or more. Yeah. Because I don't think either team's going to run away from each other, and they're just going to keep handing it to him. It might, I mean, he may average two yards a carry. I mean, that Everyone might average two yards. That might be the game. yeah, yeah. But I'm fine with it, Najee. Okay, yeah. Well, that gets us back up to aver- being able to average 6,100. the rest of the way. Because there's some receivers that are going to be high flying. C.D. Lamb is nine thousand. Wow. Amon Ross St. Brown is eight thousand. Uh, Cooper Cup is seventy five hundred. Stephon Diggs is seventy four hundred. Mm. Puka Nakua is seventy two hundred. Real quick, would you rather have Nakua or Cup if they're the same price? Like we haven't seen Cup in a while, but he's still pretty darn good. Yeah, but they're about the same. You're kind of guessing there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jaden Reed is 5,700. That's not bad. Um, Doesn't look like Watson's going to play. Yeah, Dobbs is 5,400. George Pickens 5,200. Deontay Johnson 5,000. Brandon Cooks is 4,900. That's not bad. I don't hate that. Yeah, I say if we need a cheap one, that could get us Lamb or St. Brown or somebody big. Cooks is pretty good. Uh, Dontavian Wicks is 4,800. That's not bad either. That's he plays bad. a lot now. Uh, Christian Watson is 4,500. I think he's, I think I, they're almost ruled him out. Josh Reynolds, or not, uh, yeah, Josh Reynolds is 3,800. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, 3,600. He plays a lot now. His, yeah. Uh, Robinson, Wicks, I was curious what their targets have been lately. Week 16 and 17, Demarcus Robinson, six catches on 10 targets. Uh, for 92 yards. Mm-hmm. Week 16 against New Orleans, six catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I think he's I mean, he's clearly the three. It's not Atwell anymore, and they roll three, and he always has single coverage. He's super cheap. I think you plug him in and see if that, yeah. see if that gets you up enough. What's, uh, what's Wicks lately, just in terms of targets and catches and uh, where's he stats? He was a little higher up. Yeah. Okay, Wicks. Uh, last week was six catches on seven targets for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, against Carolina, he had two catches for 29 yards. 
against Tampa Bay, seven for 97. Um, against the Giants, it was two for 20. Okay. I mean, he is very hit or miss, but yeah. he's he's real. I mean, he's not just the fourth guy anymore. I think yeah. he might even be ahead of Dobbs. Yeah. I mean, that might be a nice cheap flex option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you um, want to go big on a guy then? I think you go big here. So do you prefer Lamb, St. Brown? Charlie Alexander's not playing. Yeah. Let's pay for Lamb. $9,000. He does that means every we have, week, though. We can average fifty nine fifty for our final two spots. We what, can, what was Wick's cost? Wick's was 4800 I don't mind that, and then we should have a, a nice flex then. So if we put Wick's in, that gives us 7100 That would get us James Cook, Jameer no. Gibbs. Gibbs, I'm interested. David Montgomery, Tony Pollard, Jaden Reed. It's not quite enough... To, we would need another hundred dollars to be able to get Puka Nakua. Well, where did we skimp? It was either we a quarterback. We went with Stafford over Goff. Goff. Do you like Puka that much or more? Or we could save on a tight end and go super cheap though. And go super cheap, and then you're hoping for catches. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Gibbs there at all. He's another one. Win or lose, he's gonna be relevant 6500 that leaves us 600 dollars left over was there somewhere that you wanted to spend up at could we get the DAC? uh that would get us no that would get us we're still 500 we have stafford in not we golf, have stafford right? yeah okay um how about tight end wise uh, let's see if we can pay up from wicks here with that yeah yeah maybe we ditch him um that misses Jaden reed by 300 dollars you're gonna go to Goff and Reed. So I think that's exactly three hundred. If we go Goff, that leaves us with fifty seven hundred. That gets us Jaden Reed. I'd much rather Reed than Wicks. I think and that's Goff or Stafford's not as big a discrepancy as those Packers. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. So we have zero. We're at zero. We zeroed out. I think that's what we want to be. Okay, so you got Jared Goff at quarterback at sixty two hundred. Okay. Aaron Jones at running back at 6,300. Najee Harris at running back at 5,400. Demarcus Robinson at 3,600 at one of the wide receiver spots. That's a sneaky one. I bet he's going to be chalkier than people think. Uh, C.D. Lamb at 9,000. Wow. He might be chalky, though, too. (laughs) Yeah, he's a monster. (laughs) Jaden Reed at 5,700. Cool. He's he's their one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they get him the ball in a bunch of different ways, too. They're in in Dallas in a dome. Uh, Jake Ferguson at 4,700. At the tight end position, Jameer Gibbs at 6,500 at uh, the flex spot yeah, and I'm the Steelers' fan. defense. I love it. So we're riding with Najee Harris and the Steelers' defense. We don't have a single no bill bills. in the lineup. Okay. Packers, we have just Reed? No, we got uh, oh, Jones. We got Jones. Yeah. We got from Detroit, we've got Goff, Goff and Gibbs. Yeah. And then from Dallas, we have. Lamb and Ferguson. No Rams. No Rams or Bills. No Rams or Bills. Okay. I mean, you can have so many things. We considered them. They were in and out. Yeah. No, I really like that lineup a lot. That should do well. Yeah. I mean, like Jones and Gibbs, even if their team's losing big, they're going to catch passes late. And yeah. if they're winning big, they probably contributed quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, on fast track like that, was, I like that. I like that lineup a and lot. And Najee Harris is a mutter. Yeah, I mean, he's at least going to get touches. Yeah. He, they're not going to not give him the football in this game. They're going to be on offense, and yeah. <laughs> he's going to get the ball a even high if, percentage of the time. So even if the Steelers fell down 10 nothing in the first half. I think you still run. You're still running the football. Even if it's 14 nothing, you're still running the football. Mm-hmm. The only time you would get away from that would be, like, from midway through the third quarter on. If you can. 
I mean, yeah. if completing passes is impossible to do, you're not even going to try it. And even at that point, you're still going to have Harris out there on first and second down because you're not going to hurry Probably up. You're not going no huddle. Right. You know, you're well, gonna you might go fast. You I mean, might maybe, go fast, yeah. but you're gonna you're if gonna you're losing, losing. You, you can't run Jalen Warren fourteen times out there on pass patterns. And, no, or, no, know. no. Right. I mean, uh, I, I, it'd be hard to imagine them going down twenty nothing. But if if so, it'd be like just bad things you did. You yeah. know, you fumble the opening kickoff, and then they. Well, and that's the Alan other thing Prances about it is, is that, or, you know, you know, hey, Jalen Warren did fumble twice last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Najee oh, Harris, Harris is going to touch the ball. He's going to get the ball. Yeah, I have no doubt about his touches. Yeah. I don't think it'll be super productive per touch. They, I don't think anybody is going to be The Bills game. did give up 4.6 yards per carry on interior runs mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, if you know it's coming. If there's only one way to play <laughs> offense, yeah, the, the other guys are going to figure it out. It makes it, out. it a right. little more difficult. Right, right, if right. Everything, if, every, if, it's, if every play is a rugby scrum. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if McDermott three or four plays in realizes my superstar quarterback with a giant arm can't complete an out route, I'm sure he's going to mention it to the defensive coordinator. Yeah. But I don't think they will either. <laughs> uh, it's probably going to be pretty obvious. I mean, but you can also slip screen out to the to the, you know, the running backs and he things of that nature. still can catch a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things yeah. of that nature. No, I got no to, problems with him for fantasy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get the ball. And if they're on the one, he's going to he's he's going to get, get the four football. times. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Focus. Well, again, our lineup is Jared Goff at quarterback, Najee Harris and Aaron Jones at running back, C.D. Lamb, Jaden Reed, and Demarcus Robinson at wide receiver, uh, Jake Ferguson at tight end, little Burgettstown pride there. Ah, uh, Jameer I didn't Gibbs. realize that. I didn't know he was from there. Well, he's not from there. His grandfather is. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, Barry Alvarez. Alvarez, yeah. I knew yeah. that. I, uh, Jameer Gibbs uh, at the flex spot and the Steelers' defense. Okay. Uh, that that Rams-Lions game could be a lot of points. Packers-Cowboys could be a lot of points. Yeah, absolutely. So, no that's other, the lineup. Yeah. I like it. No, I like that lineup a lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a pretty good idea. Well, what's the late game? Which one's the late one? Uh, I think it's Rams-Lions. Okay, so we'll... Have some. We get stuff in play every Sunday at, night, every I hour. Think so yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not bad. Well, have something to watch. Oh, no doubt. The yeah, whole yeah. way through today. Yep. He is Matt Williamson. If you ever get out of the stadium. If I ever get out of the stadium. <laughs> um. He is Matt Williamson. I'm yep, Dale yep. Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. That was the Fantasy Football Focus. We will be back to preview those other playoff games for this weekend right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. We should actually just tape that and play it back. I could t- use that one over and over again because that one was perfect. Oh, were you dead on there, huh? I was nice. dead on. You I sounded it. nice. It was like... Harmony in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting good. At, see, don't sell yourself short. I mean, think how good you'll be. I'm at an it incredible next week. slouch. I mean, next week you'll be so much better. Even don't need, strive for perfection. I always do, but I never you make. You may it have there. just got it there, though. I don't. Th- I don't know about that. <laughs> Anyways, some so, games this weekend. So we got some games this weekend. Uh, six in all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a coaching hire today too. We got a coaching hire today as Jared Mayo replaces Bill Belichick. That was quick. It was mm-hmm. written into his contract. And I assume it went down much the way that we've talked about since basically the owners' meetings when we talked to to uh, people there about this, uh, that they just said, "Hey, we Bill, we love you as a coach, but you're not you're not 
acquiring the players anymore. Mm-hmm. And Bill said, okay, I'm, I'm going to step aside then. Yeah. Because by hiring Jared May, you're saying that we want to do the same stuff. We like our system. We like yeah. what we've done here for a long time, the Patriot way, all those things. And the defense. We just you know, don't like, let's like not the, mess with the defense yeah, at all. We don't like the acquisition of players right. and how that is going. We just need to divide, you know, church and state here a little bit and yeah. have a front office. So, first game of the day, Saturday, four thirty p.m. This is my hardest one to pick. I've gone back and forth a thousand times. The fifth seeded Browns at the fourth seeded Texans. Cleveland still favored by two. The over under mm-hmm. is forty four and a half. Uh, the last time these two teams was played was a few weeks ago, but. C.J. Stroud did not play. Yeah, the Browns won that 36-22. Amari Cooper had 265 yards receiving. Um, Any Denzel Ward news? Because I do think he would potentially travel with Nico, but I don't think that news is out yet. Yeah, I, I'm. I know I, which way you're going. I don't think he's playing in this game. I mean, you get hurt in practice during the week, and then don't practice. The Usually next day. not good. Yeah. Um, Go right ahead, because so, I know what you're going to do. I can already tell. A little thing here to know. Uh, against zone coverage, Stroud has the uh, led the league mm-hmm. in QBR, which is the ESPN made-up <laughs> quarterback <laughs> right, rating. Right, right. Uh, He's not good versus He man. was a 74. He was 27th against man. Um, He's going to get a lot of The man. Browns run a lot of man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That being said, if you don't have Ward out there, yeah. the other corners are still good. Oh, yeah, yeah. But who bumps into the slot now? That I don't know. It, no, it wasn't. I'm not saying Ward bumped into mm-hmm. the slot, but he stayed outside. Oh yeah, and, mostly yeah. And was it Newsom bumped into the slot? Newsom, yeah. yeah. They don't really have a slot, but he gets stuck doing it basically. Yeah. I'm taking the Browns, and again, I've gone back and forth a thousand times. Like Stroud's better than Flacco, but Flacco's done playoffs and Super Bowls and has been around the block. Part of me thinks he's ready to throw three picks and get sacked a hundred times, no matter who they're playing. And Stroud's a better player, but first ever coach quarterback playoff game against a defense that isn't as good on the road as at home, but it's still a handful schematically and talent wise. I'm taking the Brownies, but I would not put a cent on this game. I, I this think is to be very equal. This is the first playoff matchup since 1970. That features a team that committed the league's most turnovers, which was Cleveland, Cleveland. with 37, okay. 37. First the least, I guess. Against a team that committed the fewest, which was Houston, Houston. with 14. Yeah, yeah. And again, they played them with with without Stroud the first time around. Scored points. And I believe Houston turned the ball over a couple of times in that game. Well, that's that, not going to happen this time should around. Should be less, yeah. And I think Flacco will turn the football over. Because don't doubt that he still thinks he is thirty-year-old Joe Flacco. Oh, he's just living large. Really. Yeah, he's having a good old time. You talk about playing with house money. Oh, yeah, uh, that's Joe Flacco right now, and this is not going to be a thirty-six twenty-two game. And oh, by the way, they still give up twenty-two points on the road. I can see points. I mean, I don't think it's going to be sixty points. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be fourteen thirteen. But now. I think if if the if the Texans are able to possess the football a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's not getting to 36. No, I don't think they will either. Um, and so I, I like the home team here. I like I like uh, Houston. Yeah, I knew you'd go that direction. And two days ago, I might agree with you. Tomorrow, I might agree with you. I've gone back and forth time and time again. I, I just think that Stefanski and Flacco have been there. I think there's something to be said for that. And I'm well, actually te- technically Stefanski wasn't there. He's been around the well. He's been playoff games, hasn't he? If you remember the the playoff game they won against the Steelers, he wasn't there. 
<laughs> he had COVID. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> they won without Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Stefanski's been there, he's 0-1 <laughs> as a head coach. <laughs> they got smoked. They only lost in Kansas City the next week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> COVID year was weird, too. <laughs> uh, the night game. Yeah. On Peacock. 8 p.m. Yuck. You got the six-seeded Dolphins at the third-seeded Chiefs. Kansas City favored by four and a half. It might be four and a half degrees. And the over-under is 43 and a half. They're talking about minus 30 wind chills. Yeah. So this I find kind of funny, too. Like, there's been this narrative that uh, the weather's just going to destroy Miami. And trust me, I believe that the Chiefs will handle it better than Tua, who grew up in Hawaii, and the Dolphins, who are warm-weather team and all that. But nobody's going to like minus 30 wind no. I mean, Matt, Mahomes grew up in Texas. I mean, Kansas City's not <laughs> minus 30 all the time. I mean, unless you grew up in the Arctic Circle, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be thrilled about nobody's it. Nobody's going to be digging it. Yeah, nobody's right. not so going to be fun. Nobody's going to be at their best. I mean, maybe Kansas City handles it a little better. But Kansas City's run defense isn't great. Their defense is really good. I just can't bet on the Dolphins, though. I, I just There's too many replacement players. And cold, they may still throw the ball, and Tyreek will still be fast in the cold. I don't know if, if there's going to be sloppiness or snow or any of that stuff to slow down the Dolphins, but I just don't like where the Dolphins are at injury-wise. Tago Viloa has started five games in his career in sub-45 degree one. temperature. 45, 45 is like nothing, right? No, 45. It's 45 out there if now. If it's 45 right? outside in Pittsburgh, people were wearing shorts outside. Yeah, I would have came to here in shorts, <laughs> right, in T-shirt. Uh, he's four and five in those games and has completed 55% of his passes. I mean, I wonder if it's what he's like under freezing. I bet it's worse. Uh, he may not, may have never done I it. I say maybe it never existed. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think the Chiefs win this one. Mm-hmm. I, I think they win it by more than four and a half. Half of me thinks they're a sleeping giant that might win the whole thing. Half of me thinks they might sneak this game out and then get blown out Yeah. next week. The Chiefs were flagged for holding 33 times this season. Uh, the most I bet of, both those tackles were 90% of them. They, they were they finished the season ranked sixth overall in penalties with 126. Hmm. Their offensive line is not good. It's not, but I don't think the edge guys can take advantage of right. it because they're all off. They the don't have any edge, edge guys. Right, right. Yeah. If this was Phillips and Chubb, I probably would take the Dolphins. But it's not. It's not even close. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, it's Jameer Jones. I think we're both in agreement on that yeah. one. Uh, at 4.30 on Sunday. We're going to skip over that 1 o'clock game. We'll give you our picks we'll in, in that one yeah. in the next segment. Uh, you got the seventh-seeded Packers at the second-seeded Cowboys. Uh, that game is Dallas favored by seven, and the mm-hmm. over-under is 50-and-a-half. I think the number's too big. I mean, I'm going to go back to love first playoff game, kind of the Stroud conversation. Learn how to win this year if you're Houston and Green Bay. But I think their offense is really good, and I think they'll put up points. I just think Dallas is better, and they're really good at home. I think the line should be like four and a half or five. Yeah. I I, I mean, that would make more sense to me. I, mm-hmm. I see Dallas winning this one somewhere in that seven-point range. Mm-hmm. That's a good number for— Yeah, I think it's a little high, but I hear you. Um, how about this? The Packers are 5-0. and oh. At AT and T Stadium, are they really five and zero? Yeah, four times they're four and zero against Dallas there, and they also won the Super Bowl against the Steelers there. Is there a playoff game involved in that too? I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think they they went in there and ran all over them. From that was remember. the uh, 
Des Bryant game. Oh, okay, okay. Is that a catcher or is that not a catcher? Is that a catcher or not a catcher? I gotcha. I still worry about Green Bay's defense, though. It's got a little better yeah, at the end of the year. I do, but too. They could get schemed up. I mean, Lamb's I think CeeDee Lamb's going to catch 12 passes in this game. We, we picked them in DFS for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think at the end of it all, they end, they end up covering. Okay. Maybe it's a late field goal or something just to push it to two scores and mm-hmm. Green Bay can't get there. Yeah, maybe. The night game. I think the, I think the Sunday night game to me is the most entertain should be the most entertaining game of the weekend. I think that's why they put it there. I yeah, mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, the whole golf for Stafford. Thing oh, it's is huge! So fun, you know. Yeah, that's Sunday, down version, eight yeah. o'clock on NBC. Uh, you got the six seeded Rams at the third seeded Lions. Detroit favored by three. The over under fifty one and a half. Now imagine if Dallas, if Detroit beats Dallas a couple of weeks ago, you would have had Detroit hosting Green Bay. Oh right, right, right. You would have had the Rams at Dallas. Yeah. I might have picked the Rams in that situation. I might pick the Rams in this situation. Well, I might, but yeah. I'm just saying that's that's yeah. Right. And obviously if the big thing is if Detroit and Dallas both win, it's in Dallas this year. Yeah. Is it when it should be in Detroit? Oh. Stafford versus Goff. See, I look at it like they've Mc... both taken the Rams to a Super Bowl. <laughs> True. <laughs> I think it's McVeigh versus Campbell, though. And I could just see Campbell. Getting all crazy and doing. He's done some crazy stuff, stuff this yeah. year, and, and you can't get emotional in the playoffs. No, that worries you me. Can't, to no uh, end. We're going to go for it a fourth and two. You know, it's fourth and inches here in our own thirty mm-hmm. early in the game. No, right, right. No, like, just chill a little. You know, <laughs> and I'm sure his pregame speech. He's going to be bouncing off the walls, and and I think he's a really good coach, but he's never done this. That place is going to be bonkers. I mean, oh, imagine the Lions yeah. fans going to a playoff game. I just think McVeigh and Stafford will handle it, but they don't have as good of players. I mean, they just don't. They don't. I mean, You're right. Like if Nakua and Cup cancel out their pass catchers, and even without Laporta, the Lions are better players. They this are. is Detroit's first home playoff game since 1993. Holy smokes! Barry Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> Barry was, Sanders was still playing. That was a young pup at UPJ yeah. at the time. Yeah, that was the first year I began covering the NFL. Wow, interesting. I think I want the points because I think the Rams can win. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's three, so it's mm-hmm. you know, it's not. Uh, I know. I, I kind of like the Rams here. Uh, straight up, if, if the Lions scored thirty-five, I wouldn't be shocked too. No, I wouldn't yeah, be shocked yeah. either. Right. Um, because Detroit, the one thing that Detroit did, they went out and acquired some some veteran players. Yeah, the Suttons of the world. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. who've played in some of these games before. If you look mm-hmm. at that Rams defense. Oh, Other than Aaron Donald, that scares the heck out of me too. They, I mean, they don't have a lot of playoff experience at all on that side. No, like I think McVeigh should be coach of the year, and there's a lot of good candidates because I knew two of their defensive players three months ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but are those guys ready for playoff football? Right. I mean, they did they overachieved, but that doesn't mean you can go win playoff games on the road. That being said, the defensive tackle next, to Aaron Donald, has been playing well, really well. Yeah, yeah. And um, a couple of rookies up front have been yeah. playing real well. Yeah. So I, I, I love the Lions line though too. I do. But I trust Stafford more than Goff. Yeah, I do too. And I trust McVay more than uh, Campbell. You know, Stafford knows how the winds go in that building. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to eat this thing up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, going back home. You know, Goff might take it personally. I think Stafford... Is That's what he said. He's like, I'm going to be the bad guy coming back. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to... Goff's got a little chip on his shoulder, I'm though. taking the Rams. But I am too. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking to the win? Rams. Yeah. 
Me too. Outright. I mean, I will take the points, but I think I'm going to take them to win. The toughest game for me this weekend to pick. Should we save till Monday? Is the Monday game. Let's do it now because we'll be talking a lot of. Oh, I guess, yeah. Plenty to talk about on Monday. So you got the fifth seeded Eagles at the fourth seeded Buccaneers. This was the two teams that I was hoping Mm -hmm. that they matched up against somebody else because I wanted to pick anybody else playing these two teams. What's this number? Philadelphia is favored by three. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. I definitely want the points at home. And I don't—I was with Todd Bowles on the Brown staff. I root for him. I don't think he's a particularly great head coach. But I think he is a phenomenal defensive mind. And I know Hurts wasn't Hurts then, but he ate him for lunch his first time he played in the playoffs. Now, they played earlier this year. It was in week three. I don't even remember that game. Philadelphia won twenty-five to eleven. Did they? But I they mean, were the playing were so much, much better, better than right. Yeah. I don't like the Eagles' corners at all against Evans and Godwin, and I do think he's going to force Hertz to throw in the middle of the field, which he doesn't do at all. Yeah. I think that's enough to win at home. And I think they'll dump the ball off enough to Rashad White. He'll touch the ball a lot. He'll touch the ball a lot. Yeah. You, you still have the two receivers. On, you know, Mike mm-hmm. Evans should feast on the outside. I mean, Hertz is better than Mayfield, but not by the gap you thought when the season started. Yeah. I mean, just know who's playing well right now. Yeah. Eagles have some injuries, too. I mean, I, you don't hear a lot of their news because it's Monday, but Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, how healthy are those two? I think you know? Devontae Smith practiced yesterday. A.J. Brown did not. Really? Wow. Okay. I'll take home dog for sure. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, the Eagles, 7-10 and 10 against the spread in the regular season. Uh, the Buccaneers eleven and six against the spread in the regular season. One team overachieved this, you know, expectations, and one underachieved. Yeah, especially lately. Yeah, for, for the sure. Eagles, right. I mean, the Eagles have they faltered. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Buccaneers haven't put a ton of points on the board over the last, but their their defense. I mean, they just pitched a shutout last week. I don't care who you did it against. Yeah, I mean, they still have Vea and Winfield. They got some and guys on defense. That, and David. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think their defense will play these guys tough. Yeah, and I think Hurts will be uncomfortable. Yeah, I think so as well. That's this week's games. We'll see how uh, how they go. It's a, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is what you expect. Let's go. Um, should be a lot of fun this weekend. One we got one segment. left. One one game left to pick. Before the Matt. playoffs, right? One game left to pick. We'll see hmm. where we go with that one. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with the final segment right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and uh, Matt, the time has come. I know. One o'clock Sunday. You've got the ten and seven Steelers at the eleven and six Buccaneers, and it was nice of Aaron Schatz to break this down for us here on DVOA. Oh, on, on, they do uh, really good play- FTN playoffs. fantasy. Yeah. yeah, even the Football Outsiders Day. I always look forward to their their previews. They're good. This game is closer in terms of DVOA on both sides of the ball. I think than a lot of and special teams is and like special teams. Even, yeah. yeah. I think than a lot of people think. I 100% agree. And go through it if you want. I mean, okay. I, I think it just spells it out really well the way they. There's a cute little chart there for yeah. it and real easy. To so, see. overall, DVOA, the Steelers were ninth at 7.8. The Bills, the Bills were third mm-hmm. at 24.1. The weighted DVOA, the Steelers, they get a bump. They go up to eighth at 8.8%. The Bills, they stay the same at third. But they drop a little bit to 21.6. So they mm-hmm. played an okay. easier schedule. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So offensively, the Steelers offensively were 15th in DVOA. Not too shabby when it's all said and done. The yeah, Bills right. on defense were 12th. That's pretty up. even. Yeah, pretty close. The way to DVOA, the Steelers were 15th, but they take a bump. They were 0.3 in regular DVOA. They go up to 
2.5. Because of strength of schedule. Because of strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. The Bills, they get a slight bump up. It's, they're still 12th, but they go to minus 3.6, minus being better minus on defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a little closer there. Uh, the pass defense, or pass uh, the Steelers' pass offense was 20th at 9.6. That has changed in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone, yeah, gone up in recent weeks. It keeps going up, yeah. Uh, the Bills' pass defense was 9th at point one, But... That was much better with Rizul Douglas in the lineup. Yes. And we don't know that Rizul Douglas yes, yes, yes. is going to play. In fact, I do no, he's have... He's been a big... Um, yeah, no, we he's just, been a, a big contributor for them. I have the Bills, position. The Bills no, Friday injury report here. There's really nothing to report about the Steelers. Gabe Davis out. We knew that. Taylor yeah. Rapp out. Okay, yeah. Those were reported earlier today. In case Terrell Dodson. Uh, he was limited in today's practice. He is questionable. Rizul Douglas did not practice today. Yeah, he's uncomfortable. Listed as questionable, he's not going to play. Yeah, so that's a big loss for them. Mm-hmm. That's a big loss for him, especially if the weather was clear and clean and yeah. everyone knew they could throw. But he's their best corner. He's, right the, he's and yeah. he's a big bodied corner he's a big, too. On the edge. Pickens guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rushing DVOA, Steelers offense finished twelfth at mm-hmm. minus three point two. The Bills' defense finished seventeenth. It's not great. Not great. Not great. It's a it's a league average mm-hmm. rush defense. And while we've seen what the Steelers have done the last couple of weeks here against yeah. league average to below average rush defenses. Yeah, absolutely. The Bills' offense versus the Steelers' defense. DVOA uh, for the Steelers' defense was minus 8.0. That was sixth best in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bills' offense was third at 20.1. Yeah, but not a huge discrepancy. When you look at the weighted offense versus defense. The Steelers' defense goes down to seventh in terms of weighted, okay. uh, minus 7.0. The Bills' offense drops down to fifth. Hmm. Uh, so it's a little bit, draws yeah, that yeah, even a little bit closer. Close, right. In terms of the pass, the Steelers' defense against the pass was sixth best in the league at minus 3.8. The Bills' passing offense was third at 40.9. Okay. Two of the better ones in the league, yeah. The Bills, or the Steelers' run defense was Ninth at minus 13.6. The Bills' rush offense was 3.1. That was seventh best in the league. Okay. So, again, very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, as There's you mentioned, special teams. They're both right in the middle. The Steelers were 20th. The Bills were 15th. Okay. Then they, have, they had another chart on there just the last three weeks, too, that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, they did, and they're, all, the, all the games are there. You want to do your prediction? You want me to do mine? How do you want to handle it? <sighs> Go for it. Okay. So I, I do think that the weather is going to be a factor in this game. Um, oh, yeah, I think that's. I, I do think that <laughs> yeah. you know, even if it doesn't, even if we don't get the everything that they're talking mm-hmm. about with the snow, yeah, yeah, it's still going to be windy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's you're going to have at least right? yeah. you know twenty mile an hour winds in this with some gusts. I think that levels the play. When, when I talk about leveling the playing field, Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers don't have a Josh Allen. No, right, right. So it evens things out in terms of that. 100%. So now we're looking at big playability. Yeah, now we're looking at their right. you know their run defense against the Steelers. The Steelers run defense against them. Some of those other things. This is a home game for the Bills, yeah. and I think that that plays a factor as well. I think the crowd, assuming it can get there, mm-hmm. um, is going to be loud. It's going to be, um, it's be a tough environment. Fired up. It's going to be a very tough environment. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, to me, I think the 10 points is too much. I have the Bills winning this 17-13. So do I. Well, there we go. <laughs> What's funny is I went on record earlier today and I had them winning 20-13. to 13. 
And more I've been thinking about it, I'm like, 20's a lot. And they just keep getting more and more weather I was even thinking like 16-13, and they get to that by both teams missing an extra point. Ah, interesting. <laughs> uh, side note, if it, if you score first, should you go for two? Maybe. Uh, is it easier to get two than it is it one might in this be. game? It, it might, might be. be. It might be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting facet of it. I agree with everything you said. Um, that You mentioned that DVOI, DVOA right up. The last line it is... This should be a more even game than people think, but the Bills one team have Josh has Josh Allen, Allen and the other Allen one does not. Does not have TJ Watt. Yeah, you know, it is how they finished it. And They're I think two best players. Said for that, right, right? It's the two best players on both teams. One of them has their best player, and the other one doesn't. Yeah, one of them does the fans behind them, and I'm sure Allen will make some plays. You know, I mean, I really think it's be hard to move the football. My biggest key might be how willing are the Bills to put big people on defense? Yeah, you know, like. I would come out heavy, and if they're in nickel, I would add another big body. If they're still in nickel, I would add another big body. I so wouldn't feed the we, tipping we've, point. We've talked about that in that fashion all week yeah. long. What if the Steelers come out in thirteen? That's what I'm saying. Like I would. Or what? I'm sorry. What if the Steelers come out in eleven personnel? Then you might get dime. If they yeah. would probably, I mean, I mean, they're I gonna. They're probably gonna stay in their nickel. If you're the Steelers, do you want them to stay in their nickel? Not against eleven if I'm going to run the ball like crazy because then I got Deontay blocking a. But we you know. they haven't done it with Deontay. They put Allen Robinson on the field. How are you going to okay okay Bills Not in eleven with three three receivers? They've gone with a lot of Allen Robinson in some of those situations. I mean he's out there in twelve a lot with Pickens. Yeah. I but mean, what if he did? What if he did it that way? What if he went with your 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 two outs? Okay, we're going to leave Deontay in the field. We're going to put Allen Robinson in the slot, mm-hmm. and we're going to let him block. It's it's kind of like having twelve personnel on the field. Without See, having 12 personnel. It. I'd rather, even though Deontay's one of my best players, I'd rather do that with Washington and Fryermuth. If you're okay. the same defense and you're playing on running. Yeah. And then I might even take Pickens off the field and bring in Chooks. And, I mean, like, <laughs> and then I might bring in goal line, you know, and see if they're going to still stay in nickel. You know, like, if I can get Chooks blocking Bernard. There, Terrell Dodson I mean? like, with a bad, yeah, with a bad uh, shoulder. I'm going to force it to no end. I'm going to keep getting bigger until you actually put your 4-3 or 3-4 out there. So I know how big can I get before well, I think you te- I, I think you test those nickel. I think you test those things early in the game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And see if they adjust throughout. Yeah. If you're going to if you're gonna, if I'm going to come out in 13 to your original point. But I don't hate thir- nickel, I don't hate 13 if if I've got Washington out there at tight end yeah. and I've got Allen Robinson as one of my wide receivers. It's really I, like 14. Yeah, really. It's, right. it's it really is because we're we're you know, we're still I able to run mean the ball this in a negative way. But I think Allen Robinson's as much a tight end as Hayward is. Yeah. I mean, in terms of doing tight end stuff, like I'm not sure who I'd rather block a 220-pound linebacker or which one I'd rather get open on a eight-yard pass. I might pick Hayward to do the receiver stuff and Robinson to do the block. I might even stuff. pick Robinson because this is a heavy zone team and he's going to know where to sit down in the zones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like putting Deontay out there, if no one's going to throw, doesn't do me much. Yeah. No, I hear you. You know what I mean? I hear you. I just want to see what their breaking point is of what can get them out of nickel. That's why it's going to be a fascinating game. Yeah, yeah. So I would script a lot of early stuff. Yeah. You know, just bigger, big, you know, just see, see, what, see what how gonna... big you need to get to get them into the their they, big package. They may never. They may just right. say, I'm staying in nickel because that's what we do. And if you're going to have Washington block our safeties, <laughs> well, well, I'll take my chance. We're, you know I mean? we're going to have your 280-pound tight end blocking our 220-pound linebackers. That's what I mean. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, somewhere there's going to be, you know, if you're going to line up Chooks and mash Von Miller into the ground or whatever, you know, with 
two tackles on them and run right off tackle over and over until you adjust, I'll take my chances. Yeah. I, I just I think it's gonna be a fun game in terms yeah. of that and who who adjusts to what and you know, how do the Bills play offense? Is it just gonna be a lot of, you know, direct snaps to Josh Allen and he just runs and Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know. I mean do they start to lean on Fournette for the first time? I don't know. I mean, is Kincaid and Diggs able to run routes as well as they should? And are you going to bother detaching Cook like has been a big thing they've been doing? Not if he can't give him a ball. Yeah. You know? So, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We'll see uh, We'll see if we're, we're right or if we're wrong. We, you know, Tackling is going to be so important. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. And, yep. I, you know, defensively, you don't feel the tackle quite as much as the offensive guys do. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're the hit E doesn't feel it as much as the hitter, or the hitter doesn't mm. feel it as much as the hit E. See, I almost think just like coverage wise, I might drop eight and just put a lot of bodies there so I don't miss tackles. I just don't know how much you they're going to throw. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. I mean, that's that's the big thing. Yeah, yeah, I so. tend to agree. We'll see when we uh, we get back on Monday, assuming yeah. I'm able to get back on Monday. <laughs> you're not uh, still at the stadium. You know how <laughs> I might still be. Uh, <laughs> I might still be at uh, Highmark Stadium uh, broadcasting from there. But uh, that's going to do it for our coverage this week. Uh, so for my partner Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep, home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.